This is episode one of Women of the Military podcast. In today's episode, I will share the why behind the podcast, where the idea came from, and why I picked military women as the focus point. It's always important to know the why behind the story, so I'm starting off the podcast with how the podcast came to be and why I'm passionate about sharing the stories of women who have served and those who continue to serve in the military. You are listening to the Women of the Military podcast, where we share the stories of female service members and how the military touched their lives. I'm your host, military veteran, military spouse, and mom, Amanda Huffman. My goal is to find the heart of the story and uncover issues women face while serving in the military. If you want to be encouraged by the stories of military women and inspired to change the world, keep tuned for this latest episode of Women of the Military. Are you considering leaving the military? If you are planning on trading in your combat boots for a diaper bag or high heels, you might have some questions along the way. Head over to www.airmentonmom.com to get your free guide today. Let's start talking about why I started Women of the Military podcast. And to begin the story, we go back to 2017 when I did 31 Days of Deployment Stories. The thing that surprised me the most while working on this series was that I received most of my responses from women. I actually received one response from my uncle who I pestered to get a response from and then another random guy that took the survey. But all the other responses I got were from women. Most of these women I had never met before but got to hear about their stories through the interview process. When I started to get more and more responses from women, it kind of triggered something that I realized that I was in the perfect place to share the stories of women who had served in the military because I was also a woman. And through this experience, I wanted to share more stories of women who had served And I went away from making it a deployment-focused series and to a women who have served in the military. If they've deployed, that's great. If they hadn't, that wasn't something that prohibited them from telling their story. As long as they had served in the military, I wanted to hear their story. I had planned to do 31 Days of Women of the Military in 2018, but my husband's job had us move from California to Virginia, and that kind of, the move affected me a lot more than I expected, and when it came September and time to prep for October, I felt worn out and exhausted. I told a friend about how I felt, and she recommended doing a series throughout 2019 of a weekly series, and through that conversation, I decided to launch Women of the Military podcast. I'm excited to start the podcast because not only will I be sharing the interviews that I collected, written interviews over on the Airman to Mom blog throughout 2019 and possibly farther depending on how many more interviews I collect, but also I can share the stories of women through the podcast through verbal interviews and on a different medium. So I'm excited about what's to come with the podcast and what what I'll learn this year from the women that I talk to.
there's a little bit more focused on why I wanted to focus on women. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about why I picked women and where the idea for the 31 days focused on women came from. One of the questions I asked for the deployment series was what do people say when they found out you deploy? I don't know what I was expecting as an answer, but I know that I wasn't expecting for most people to say no one knew about their experience and no one asked. But as I thought more about this being the answer, I knew that the only reason most people knew about my deployment experience was because I shared it on my blog. And because I shared it on my blog, people were able to find out about it. But if they didn't know that I had a blog or if they had just met me, most people would never know that I had served in the military and that I had deployed to Afghanistan. So it made sense that people wouldn't know about their service experience because you wouldn't really expect it. So I wasn't as surprised as I looked into it, but it kind of triggered a realization that women are not sharing their stories because people don't know that they've served or that they've deployed. Um, and I also knew that because the military is a male-dominated career field, that oftentimes when stories are told or when people think about service members, they think of males. And so I wanted to focus on women to be able to tell their stories and just give them a place to hear other stories and to share their own stories. And I've also had the experience where people have asked my husband about his career in the military and not asked me about mine. And I knew that if this happened to me, I couldn't be the only one. Just further the drive to want to be able to share the stories of women. One thing that is true about female service members is that when they are in the military, they stand out because they're women and they just do. But once they leave the service and they no longer have their uniform on, they blend in and look like everyone else. Even when you're on active duty, when you're in civilian clothes as a female, it's a lot harder to tell that they're in the service. Unlike my husband has a military haircut and there's a few other distinguishing traits. When women are not in their uniform and they have their hair down, I feel like they look just like everyone else. When we aren't wearing our uniform, we can be mistaken for military spouses. I didn't see how valuable my uniform was until I left the military, and I started attending military events, and people often mistook me as a military spouse, and when they found out that I was a, serv a former service member, it was a similar look of surprise every time that wasn't reassuring. It was more frustrating and annoying because each time I went to a booth, they would be like, well, are you a service, former service member? Are you a veteran? And I would say, yes, that's why I'm here. And so it was kind of frustrating to have to go through that conversation over and over. Another reason that I wanted to start the podcast was because I want to give girls an opportunity to hear about what it's like to be in the military from a female perspective before joining. So I want to talk about the real issues that women have to overcome while being in the service and about the positive things that come from serving in the military 
for either a few years or a full career. At the end of each interview, I ask the women who share what advice they would give to girls considering joining the military. And I'm always encouraged and inspired by what they say. And I know that if a woman is considering joining the military and she has that kind of advice or feedback, it can push her to make the choice to join and give her the confidence that this is something that she really wants to do and not feel so alone. So I'm hoping that the podcast can give girls who are considering joining the military a place to learn about the military before they join the military and know that they aren't alone and that there are other women there to support them. Lastly, I want to share experiences of women who've served in the military so that the general public can learn about the ways female service members are contributing to the fight. When the law was changed that allowed women to serve on the front lines, a person asked me, I was still in the military at the time, if this was going to cause me to leave the military because now I could serve on the front lines. Since I had already deployed to Afghanistan and had a combat action medal and a bronze star for my deployment, I let her know that I had already been serving on the front lines and this law only allowed women to do something they were already doing, but it was more about allowing women to go into different career fields like infantry, and it wasn't having a real effect on the way the war was fought. It just allowed women to have the opportunity to contribute to the fight in a way that they had already proven they were capable of, and now they had the ability to serve in that manner. So I think that the law changing was a really good thing, but I think there were a lot of people who didn't understand how that law change was inspired by women serving on the front lines and not that people finally thought that women could be on the front lines. My deployment to Afghanistan was with a provincial reconstruction team and we went off base at least weekly, to meet with the local people. And the front lines are blurry. So that's kind of how women ended up being there. It wasn't by choice or by them pushing to break the rules. It's just that the job pushed you out into a place that made the front lines blurry. And even though we weren't out fighting, uh, sometimes we ended up running into people who didn't like us. So I hope that by hearing the stories of women, it can dispel the stereotypes that are sometimes thought about when they think of women. We're more than secretaries and nurses. We actually are out in the field getting dirty and doing the same thing as the men that we serve beside. Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of the Women of the Military podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing stories that I have coming up with all the women who I've talked to and plan to talk to in the future. Um, Their stories are inspiring, encouraging, and I know that you'll learn something that you didn't know because I have already. And a review of the podcast would really help us out. It'll show our podcast to more viewers and help get the stories of 
women who have served in the military to more people. And if you are a woman who is either serving in the military or has served in the military and you would like to be part of the, the podcast, um, please email me at airmentomom at gmail.com so that you can get connected and set up for a future interview. And if you know anyone who you think would be a great guest for the podcast, feel free to share that information with them as well.